This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Hi everyone, you're listening to Thoughts and Theories on ORFM, where I'll delve deeper into the meanings and messages of films, books, TV shows and more. I'm Asha Amaasri, and let's get into it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts and Theories. How is everyone doing? Happy New Year's, everybody. It is officially 2024, and wow... That is crazy to think about. Personally, when by this when I'm recording this, it is the 20th of December, so it is still the it is still 2023 technically. However, we're pretty much like 10 days away from the new years for me. For you guys, it's already the new year, probably like second or third, something like that. I'm not sure. I can't be bothered to check a calendar. Um, but yeah, no, Happy New Year's, it's 2024. What is everyone's New Year's resolutions? Because I know people make those as, like, goals and stuff. I remember I'm not really one for New Year's resolutions, though I do try to make them. I just always forget to make them by the time New Year's rolls around because I always just spend that time trying to um, peek out my window looking at, um, like, fireworks because I always hear them, but I never see them in the sky, which is so sad, but nonetheless very exciting um but i hope this new year brings along um lots of good opportunities um a bright future uh good education hopefully pray to god (laughs) um and that my family and i stay safe happy and our future is blessed i guess is what i hope for this year you know the usual uh, what about everyone else? Does anyone want anything specifically, like a specific job, a uh, specific um, like school opportunity, or wanting to travel somewhere? Like, hit me up. Let me know. I'm curious to know what you guys think. But anyway, speaking of New Year's and resolution and family, I was thinking about family a lot recently, and that comes into the topic that we will be discussing today, which is the sibling dynamic. Um, I'm sorry for those who don't have siblings and are considered single children, um, because sucks to be you. <laughs> I'm kidding, kind of. But I genuinely feel like people who grow up with siblings are a different breed, because and this is coming from someone who has grown up with uh, siblings um, because it's just we we live in a different world I think like the way we interact with the world our dynamic with our sibling our family and just how we interact with the people around us is really affected by our siblings like I just I, I don't really know how to say it like I feel like a sibling relationship is such a contradiction because it's so simple yet so complicated at the same time like for those who are in sibling situations it's it's very much a if you know you know 
situation. You know what I mean? Like, for those who have siblings out there, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, I'm sure, even if it's not an exact iteration. Like, we've got similar vibes. Um, but for those who don't know, for those who don't have siblings or didn't grow up with cousins that you were close enough with to call siblings, um, then you would have no idea by what we're saying and even, like, be kind of low-key horrified by the things that we kind of go through on a daily basis, I'd say. Um, but I think the easiest way to explain having siblings is, like, living with this extra arm that you kind of didn't ask for but it's not it's not really an arm it's like a limb that's kind of useless kind of ugly kind of annoying to look at and you just like to poke and prod at it to see what it would do um yeah that's exactly maybe <laughs> that's exactly what it is living with siblings um our whole purpose is to annoy each other as much as possible and just really be the bane of each other's existence and make sure we feel the worst about them ourselves and um, make sure we're insecure enough that when we reach the world we're vulnerable for other people to pick on uh, no 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 I'm kidding I'm kidding um, that, while that is half true like your siblings would kind of beat you up um, at the same time though you know that despite all this and despite how much they anger you and really annoy you they're your siblings, you know? You still love them at the end of the day. They're still your blood. They're still family. Um, and that is a bond that cannot be broken um, by any simple means. Like, I think, like I said, this bond is so complex, yet it is so simple. The simplest way that I can explain it is with, with a sibling that you are properly close to, you wouldn't let your sibling borrow your charger without wanting to kill them however if their life was at stake and they needed like an organ like a kidney or something without even the doctor having to finish that question you're already signing the papers to donating your organ so you won't give your charger but you'd give your organ sort of thing so it's only things when are that are actually genuinely important that you the sibling the actual genuine sibling emotion kind of like steps up and you really get that whole sibling experience however generally most of the time because there's no life threatening situations it's just us being egg kids idiots dumb weirdos it's just us go getting on each other's nerves and just being really annoying really growing up in a house where there's always noise there's always siblings it's sort of like a competition on who can get the most attention who can make the most noise and who can I don't know, like, just make a most of, like, their presence at home, you know? Um, being with siblings is kind of trying to fight for your parents' attention, but at the same time trying to fight for each other's attention, you know? It's like, <laughs> I, I just, these are just, like, uh, just to name a few examples. I'm sure this is, like, even if it's not exactly the same to what other people go through, you'll have the same vibe, you know? Your sibling... <laughs> that moment where your sibling will get, like, something to eat cause, or, like, something cool um, because they're older. You know, they went out to shop with the parents and they came back with, like, with a donut or something. And then you, even though you have a donut of your own, because that donut looks prettier, you want that donut. Even though it's the same flavor, you want it anyway because 
it's your older sibling's one. Um, this is coming from a younger sibling. Like, anything looks cool in, for, in, like, within your older sibling's hands, whether it's ugly jeans or that freaking lame-ass Justin Bieber haircut. Like, anything looks cool from a younger sibling's perspective. If they're looking at their older brother or older sister, it's like, whoa, so cool. Like, it's just, it's, it's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. And, um... Every 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 little sibling sort of is their older sibling's shadow, the imitator, someone who wants their older sibling's attention, but also wants to be their older sibling because they think they think they're cool, you know. But for that older sibling who is most likely in their teenage phase, like 13, 11, for like teenagers, you know, very hormonal, very like kind of like going through the independence stage of life. Um, find this, they obviously find this annoying. Like, get this annoying, bratty, snotty-nosed kid away from me right now. Why is this kid touching my stuff? Get out of my room. Like, that's sort of the vibe. And it's always so, it, it's, it's kind of a constant annoyance in your life. But it's an, it's an annoyance that you live with. It's an annoyance that you deal with. Because while most of the time you're fighting over the, you know, the right PlayStation or fighting for the remote um, because whoever holds the remote, you know, is in charge of the channels. Um, or, like, if someone is told to wash the dishes, then everyone else quickly piles their dishes into the sink while you have to do it, and then they run away before you can even blink to protest. It's all, like... It's all these, like, hidden, like, rules that are unspoken. Like, if you've got food in the fridge and it doesn't have your name on it, then that's fair game for everyone. And really, it's your own fault for not putting your name on it. Um, and it's like, if you leave the door open for your room, then it's really your own fault if your siblings end up messing up inside of it. You know, all that stuff. Like, it's just... You know, th everything is different for every household. Like, you know, there's always... But there's always, like, a same-ish vibe that comes along with this but what i find out like with um all this is that we all everyone who's got siblings who grew up with siblings that they were close to there's this universal experience where your older siblings sit you down like, and i'm talking about like the younger siblings here right like the older siblings sit you the younger siblings down um and then tell you you're adopted <laughs> and every single family that i've met that has like has um uh, siblings, right? They always say, like, there's always an adoption story. Either, like, someone, you know, is trying to make a joke with their younger siblings and is like, you're adopted. Or there's, like, a discussion and you guys are arguing and it's just like, sometimes I genuinely wonder if you're adopted or not. Like, there's always that, like, you're adopted sort of thing flowing around and it's a universal experience. Every family goes through this and it's the funniest thing ever. My sister sat me down. Like, my sister always, like, says this all the time. She's like, we found you in a dustbin. <laughs> Mom felt sorry for you. And it's just, it's so funny. It's so degrading. But it's so, like, it's so us. You know what I mean? Like, this, the type of humor that siblings have that they developed is kind of harsh, rude, offensive humor that no one can get except for you guys. Like, I swear... And, like, every... Well, this is true for a close-knit group of friends as well. 
um, there's always that one joke that sounds really, really bad out of context and could genuinely get you cancelled, but you guys, like, know it, like, the back of your hand, and you guys just absolutely lose it every time you tell that story or that joke. Um, same with the siblings, except that's just us every day, all the time, in the privacy of our own home. Like, it's, it's... I swear, the duality between us as siblings and us interacting with uh, the people outside of our home. Like, at home, I'll be, like, so... I'll be so lame, you know? Like, really, really dumb, laid back, you know, hair out, you know, uh, sloppy, you know, eating a mess, burping around the house. Like, no manners, you know? Like, genuinely, like, the worst ever, like, person, like, the worst version of me, or the most comfortable version of me that I can think of, and then as soon as, like, someone goes on the phone, it's immediately, like, hey, how are you, oh my god, it's been so long, like, oh my god, like, what the frick was that, like, and, and the most awkward part of that is, um, how your siblings immediately make fun of you for it like when you get a random phone call and your voice immediately changes to your public persona and then they're all and then they all start imitating you and they're like hey how are you going oh my god slay and like i've got lots of brothers and they always make fun of the way i talk and like the sign that i use and they're always like slay girl oh my god so cool like <laughs> and they're so they're so over the top about it and they're clearly just trying to annoy me and it's so funny and i it goes the same way like the other way around the girls like um make fun of them in turn and it's just like it's it's a reciprocatory insulting thing and it's our way of showing affection and if and like the people who don't get it don't get it you know it like i i I don't know i don't know how else to say it like that's just that's just the way it is that's the way it'll it has always been and that is the way it will always be the next generation like it's just it's always gonna be like whether it's the iPad babies, the gen alphas, or whatever. Siblings are a different kind of like I feel like surviving in a house with your siblings is kind of like surviving your own sort of little war. Like you learn things, you know, there's tactics that you um develop. Uh, you know, these ways of thinking that you wouldn't if you were an ordinary child. And I'm not gonna lie, obviously I'm not an ordinary child. An ordinary child, sorry. I, I'm not a um single child so i i don't know what it is like um growing up in a single household i do imagine that i do imagine that um this is just my theory that um people who are growing up in like as as like a single child like they would tend to become more extroverted i think because there's no company at home they would seek company elsewhere which is in friends and things like that um but for me coming from such a large family and such a like tight close-knit family I never needed to find comfort or friends outside of it because I always had friends at home if you know what I mean it kind of sounds sad and pathetic but like I wouldn't trade it for the world genuinely like they're kind of forced to be friends with me because you know (laughs) (laughs) chained by blood sort of thing but (laughs) uh but yeah no it's part of the deal you know like they can't get rid of me now kind of um but yeah no like at home like we i always there's a certain comfort because you know there's someone to talk to at home um and so because of this i never really had an inclination to want to go out to make 
huge groups of friends or anything, you know what I mean? So I guess that's kind of like uh, attributed to my like um, introvertedness because I, yeah, like I never needed to be extroverted to get that like dopamine fix, you know, because life is never boring when you have siblings running around the house and you know you got you left a cake in the fridge and you forgot to put your name on it and you gotta get home as soon as possible because if you're slow enough and your brother comes home from school before you do you know damn well that you will never see that cake ever again maybe the plate because your brother won't wash it and you have to or something like that like it's just it's it's a thing it's i don't know it's it's really funny (laughs) but like old jokes aside We'll continue with this for a little bit, and you guys can take a little break. The first, uh, the first like thoughts and theories jingle for the year. Um, so yeah, we'll be back in a wee minute. Hey, brother, there's an endless road to rediscover. Hey, sister, know the water's sweet, but blood is thicker. There's nothing in this world I wouldn't 
enjoyed that. But um, I, you know, I was talking a lot about the fighting and like the unique bond that siblings hold together, and how like it's always just so annoying, and we're always insulting each other. What I find really beautiful about the sibling bond is that transition that you get from when you were younger, right? And you're always trying to push your younger sibling away from you because for some reason they're just so freaking irritating. Always trying to copy me and be so annoying. Wearing all my clothes, stealing my stuff, always taking my attention and whining about wanting to play games or whatever. Like, it's so dumb. And just not being able to hold on a full conversation with them because they're too young. And it's just, you don't have a connection and it's always so annoying. And like, it's, like, that's a thing, right? And I love the most beautiful thing is that moment when you finally grow up enough to realize that you can actually hang out with your younger siblings and you as a younger sibling can hang out with your older siblings. Like, you know, as a younger sibling myself, I've always viewed my older siblings as like my idols in a way, you know, like I looked up to them. They were my role models in life, how to approach it, how not to approach it, how to deal with things, how not to deal with things like I always looked for them for guidance, and I think I always will. I continue to do so till this day. And um, growing up with that, I always thought they were infallible. You know, like they could ne- they could do no wrong. Um, growing up and maturing, you realize that they're just kids like you. Even if they are a bit older than you, they're going through life for the first time as well. They're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna yell at each other for real. You're gonna make each other cry. You're going to steal each other's toys. And it's like, it's kind of part of life a little bit, right? But then there's going to be this moment where you're handing your older sibling. And like, for the most part of this episode, I'll be talking from the perspective of the younger sibling because that's what I am. Um, There'll be this moment in your life where you're always handing your older sibling to hang out with you, uh, to play with you because, you know, they're your role model. You want to be noticed by them. You want to be cool enough to hang out with them. Um, but it's always a no because you annoy them. You know, you're the younger sibling. You're the young, you're the copycat. You're the annoyance. Um, but there's that moment in your life where you finally realize that you aren't that person anymore, and you've grown up to be something that can understand what they go through, and they realize that they can confide in you too. And suddenly, it's not uncool to hang out with each other anymore. And um, you guys are like slaving away at FIFA 15 or sorry FIFA 23 or FIFA whatever slaving away at games together not no more yelling at each other well they're still the yelling at each other especially when you're playing FIFA <laughs> but um you know you know what i mean like that moment when you realize you can actually talk to your siblings and hang out with them like they're your actual friends and you're no longer just that younger sibling that was you know that they're kind of forced to hang out with and that understanding and that bond that you build from then on is so beautiful and you can kind of like look back onto the times that you threw tantrums together and like at each other yell you know yelling maybe pulling each other's hair and just being really annoying and just not being able to stand each other but now we're able to like i don't know um play a monopoly and like you know yell at each other about stealing money and cheating the bank system like that's the only time we'll argue about anything childish you know and like we will really ever get actually actually angry at each other that is such a beautiful transition i think and it's such a 
it's such a great, like, it's, it's such a, I, I don't know, like, it takes my breath away, the realization, you know, that moment when you realize, and you kind of stop, and you're like, huh, you know, like, dang, like, I, because you didn't even realize that that bond shifted in the first place, because you were just friends, like, suddenly you're just okay with each other, and you're suddenly, like, it went from, like, with me and my sister, it went from us arguing about me always stealing my sister's clothes, and, like, me trying to copy her, to now us always matching, or planning our outfits together, borrowing each other's clothes, and it's just like, when did that happen, you know? And I'm not mad about it, you know? Like, I'm I'm super happy about, like, the bond that I've created with my siblings today. And, um, really happy uh, about the people that we've grown up to be. Um, I talk about this a lot, but sometimes I just genuinely don't understand or comprehend that I'm, like, an official adult now. That I'm 18 years old. That... I'll actually be turning 19 in three months. Like, that's not real to me because in my head, I'm still the nine-year-old that moved to New Zealand looking for friends in this new environment with only my siblings there to back me up as my, like, comfort place because that's the only people I knew. And I still act the same as to when I was nine-year-old. Nine-year-old. Well, at at least that's how I think anyway. We're still as goofy as ever, making fun of each other, and, um, while we aren't pulling each other's hairs, we definitely are stealing each other's food from the fridge, even if, and I, I swear, I did write my name on that, damn it, <laughs> like, we still really, we still do really childish things, we still fight over stupid things, um, whether that's FIFA or, like, stolen socks, like, but it's more somehow, you know, like, you know you can get it through to the other side and your bond would be stronger for it like I don't know like it's um that realiz- that realization is just such, such a weird thing for me um to really think about and then that that moment where you realize that not only are you guys friends but you realize you guys can actually talk to each other not just about how your uh, how your day was or how the game went or something I'm talking about genuinely like talk to each other like talk about feelings and here's the thing about like relationships like these and like a lot of the time when I'm talking about this I'm talking generalities um not necessarily talking about my life I'm not necessarily talking about someone else's life this is just um the things that I've noticed on that people post on social media trends that I noticed in movies and like just similarities to the whole like sibling dynamic that we see in public and in private as well, you know? Um, but, like, I noticed that, um, with dudes, I think, you, you can't really say, you never get, like, (laughs) you never really talk about your affection, you know? You never say, oh, like, I love you, um, and, like, say or do nice things to each other. Okay, that's not just a dude thing, that's just uh, with your siblings in general, even with me and my sister, right? Um, this is just, like, you never say it. 
like, or you say it, but it, it's always so weird. It's always so cringe. Like, it, it's got to be said in the right announcement. If my sibling suddenly started being nice to me and, like, you know, started saying, oh, I love you, like, you know, you're the best sister in the world, I would think that they set my room on fire. Like, that's suspicious. That's weird. What did you do? <laughs> what are you trying to make up for? What are you trying to hide? You know, that's the vibe. Um, so we would insult each other and never really verbalize this uh, affection and this bond that we have. However, this bond will still be done and shown in, like, the little things, you know? Maybe maybe your sibling remembers that you prefer this type of like chocolate or this type of drink and they saw there was a sale at the store so they bought it with you in mind or um maybe like you know they they you know knew that your favorite show was coming onto the tv so they bookmarked it for you um so that you would be able to find it um later on when you're flicking through channels and it would already be on there you know uh or sometimes it's just like or something like it's just it's really subtle and not really that obvious sometimes it is a lot more obvious where it's it's very much that vibe because i know like a lot of um tiktok skits have done this it's very much that vibe where it's like your sibling makes fun of you but as soon as someone else makes fun of you they like turn around do a completely 180 and it's just like what did you say about my brother what did you say about my sister pipe the frick up bro fight me like it's just it's so it's such a 180 because it's so true like i'm not gonna lie i insult my brother all the time uh i you know we prey on each other's insecurities and we just we just keep push we just keep pushing and pushing and pushing until something gives in um but if anyone and i mean anyone eva says the things that i have said to my brother even in a joking way dude that man is out he is no longer allowed to be my brother's friend and like i just get so angry like how dare you how dare you the audacity to speak to my brother that way what gives you that right i am like we share blood okay i've seen him in nappies he's seen me in nappies this is this is our right i can call him those things he can call me those things but you you who's been in his life for like what two months you are nothing what right do you have? The audacity. Get out of my face. You know, sort of thing. Like, you genuinely get so riled up because you get so protective over your siblings, even if you don't admit it to them at the time. Um, my favorite part about being angry about your to your siblings, and I'm not talking about genuinely angry that you kind of want to punch their face in, but the type of angry that you're, like, pity angry, where it's like, where it's like, um... Like, oh, bro, can I have, like, a slice of that, of your pizza? And then he'd be like, no, because you didn't buy me, you didn't buy me hot chocolate when you guys went out, like, two weeks ago. And, like, it's just, like, really petty. It's like, bro, that was two weeks ago. Just give me one slice. I want a slice of pizza. And she's like, and then he's just like, no, because you didn't buy me hot chocolate two weeks ago. And it just goes on back and forth, and it's just really useless and dumb. It's so pity and it's so funny. Or even, like, the most random moments or the random things where it's just like, hey, can you do me a favor? No. Hey, can you get me something from the kitchen? No. But as soon as they say no, they immediately do it. Can you get me that cup of water from the kitchen? No. They leave. And then they come back with a cup of water and then they leave again. But except, 
they would probably leave the light open. They would probably, like, leave the door open, shut the light, you know, I don't know, fart in your room or something. Like, it's just... They, they do something nice, but because it feels weird, they and it's, like, not natural to the force around us, they need to regain equilibrium by doing two annoying things, you know? They got you a cup of water, and it's just like, oh, I'm being nice. No, I gotta set this right. Let me chuck a few books on the floor. Maybe, you know, ruffle her, uh, ruffle her curtains, like, steal her um, pen or something. Like, just, just to make things right, because there's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> And again, for people who have siblings, if you get it, you get it, you know? Like, it's just... It sounds like being in a toxic relationship, like, you know, in a toxic romantic relationship where you're always insulting each other and stuff like that, but it's not that, because this blood, like, this bond that we have that is shared... And, like, like I say blood, like, a lot, but being siblings isn't just about being, like, having blood sharing blood together like you could you could be an only child technically but you are so close with your cousins that they're practically your siblings or maybe not your cousins you are so close with your neighbors that you guys are practically siblings it's just that sibling bond vibe if you know what i mean um and like for those for those people who just never got that growing up i genuinely like feel like you guys missed out like it's kind of um it's definitely an experience that I would never trade for the world, even if that means, like, it breaks, um, my siblings breaks my Barbie doll sometimes, or, um, rips out my clothes. Not that they have, but you know what I mean? Like, the, even with all those bad experiences, those bad fights, um, I wouldn't trade that for anything, you know? Though, then again, I am not a only child. An only child could easily say the exact same thing. Like, they would not trade their only child status for anything. And to that, like, I'd say fair enough. I mean, like, I, I don't know anything. I'm not an only child myself. So if you are an only child and you're listening to this and you're thinking, nah, I, like, this sounds cool and all, but, like, I'd stay an only child, like, what I have right now. Please let me know. Like, um, what, what am I missing as someone who has grown up with siblings? Like, what am I missing um, in the life of being an only child, you know, um, what, it, what, what, what appeals, what is the appealing aspects about it? <laughs> I say as if like, I'm asking about a job application or something. Oh my God. <laughs> I think, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> this is just a funny thought, but like back to what I was saying before, I think, um, another, one of the things that I love about finally realizing that you can actually connect to your siblings on a much more deeper emotional level is the sudden bouts of vulnerability that you get because like I said we don't show our affection verbally we tend to do it in actions right though it's just occasionally and this is very occasionally we get those few times that we do get verbal vulnerability and that comes with any territory of having siblings. And with every household, I believe, there's, like, a different thing. Everyone has their thing. Every family has, like, their place of having these conversations. You know what I mean? Like, some people, it's in the car. Um, like, when your older sibling is driving you to school or something, and you guys are having your deep conversation in the car. Some people is in their basement. Some people is in their living room. 
And it's like, like I'm trying to say is like that there is a specific place in the house or a specific place that is considered safe for your, uh, for you and your siblings that is away from prying ears, most likely away from your parents as well. Um, and that is when you guys talk about the deep stuff. And this is like for real, for real. And this is more often than not done at night. And I think it's, I don't know, man. There's something about the 3 a.m. vibes. It's in the middle of the dark. There's no music playing. You can't see each other's faces. And then you just talk about the things that are worrying you. Whatever that may be about. You know what I mean? Like, I know, you know, like, we um, comment things. People tend to say more nasty things online because they're hiding behind the safety of anonymity. If I said that right, anonymity. Um, Anonymousness. (laughs) Um, So that's why people feel safer in terms of saying really mean things. Because they know that, that it won't get back to them. Um, and I think that's the same vibe with siblings spilling their guts to each other in the middle of the night because they can't see each other's faces. So it feels like kind of like a black void um, that is kind of like hugging your shoulders a little bit, like a blanket of comfort, that blanket being the darkness because you can't see her, exp- their expression, her, him, whoever, you don't see their expression, they don't see your expression, and the only thing it, that gives you away is the story you're telling. So it gives you a semblance of control, a semblance of comfort, and then you just talk about whatever it is. Maybe, and like maybe you're struggling with school. Uh, maybe you are looking for a job, but it's just not working out. Or maybe you're struggling with a few friends. Or maybe you just don't know what you want to do in life and you just, you're just you scared you're going to, like, disappoint the parents or something. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think. Well, what else do people talk about? <laughs> but, you know, there's, like, sort of deep existential questions. Like, what is the meaning of life? Why am I here? Why am I even trying so hard in school? You know? Like, what's the point? Why do I even need money? Why do I even need a boyfriend slash girlfriend? Like... What's the point? Like, after you get heartbroken, especially. Like, the talks after getting heartbroken, man. Like, those are just... And getting the advice from your older siblings. And just... I don't know. Just sitting in that silence and that comfort. Like, that is... Oh, my God. Those moments are the most memorable moments of my life. Like, they're just so sweet. And it's like... What I love about it as well... Another thing about the anonymity is that... Once... Once the sun rises, once the blanket of the darkness slides away, so does the vulnerability. So does the proof of that discussion ever having taken place going away as well, you know? So by the time, like, that night you could be bearing your soul, you could be hugging, you could be crying or whatever. And you would be like, man, I love you, man, you know, I'm so sorry, I'm like, so good, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day you're back to pulling each other's hair, stealing each other's apple pies. And it's just like, oh my god, you're so annoying, I can't believe you, you know, picked this game. I wanted to buy this game, or like, I don't know, whatever. And it's like, really stupid. And you guys are back to fighting as if... As if you were never speaking, like, your deep, most intrusive thoughts the night before, you know what I mean? Um, and, like, another thing about the, like, 3 a.m. talk, which I like to call the sad boy hours, um, is that if you were in a fight with your sibling before the sad boy hours, and then the sad boy hour rolls around, and you need to talk to them about something, whatever conflict, whatever 
grievance that you held before is put on hold because the sad boy hours is impervious to any other problems to any other surroundings like a little bubble where everything else does not matter time doesn't matter your problems doesn't matter and growing up isn't so much of an issue and it's just you and your siblings back like when you were kids and you guys are just talking you know and so you can bear your soul you can do whatever and then as soon as that bubble pops as soon as the sun is up again you're back to fighting you know as if as if that sad boy hour never happened it's kind of like the witching hour where it kind of happens for some people and it just doesn't happen for some people like the most magical hour but except this one's the most traumatic because we're just trauma dumping on each other what i love about this as well is like again as as a younger sibling in my family like i am relatively spoiled like I definitely 100% had things so much easier for me than it ever was for my older siblings because my parents were different people back then and rather than who are they they are now not to say that they were bad people back then they were awesome they did amazing and they're still doing amazing like I love them so much but what this is true to every family again this and I'm like the sources I have isn't exactly like sources sources they're just like memes on tiktok and facebook and instagram and stuff just telling me these things and then i'm just like oh my god that is so true and i realized that i've never had a unique experience which means that we all have gone through this but like it's only natural that when parents first start out like parenting they're a lot more stricter or maybe uh i don't know there's they've got a lot more uh ideals that are I don't know uh unchangeable I guess at the time and it's very different like it was a different time back then like my older siblings always go on about that they're always just like oh it was a it was a different time back then you wouldn't know or like they would talk about how we would visit our grandparents often a lot and I'm like what what do you mean I don't remember and they're like ah yeah you wouldn't know you were too young back then um or like oh I remember those days where I'd go outside and play with sticks in the mud you wouldn't know you grew up watching tv sort of thing and then i'm just like okay that's fair enough pretty that's pretty fair but at the same time that kind of gives you that realization that as a younger sibling you have known your older sibling and your parents your entire life like for your entire years of living like for me it's 18 for my whole 18 years of living and breathing this green earth I have known them my whole life. However, for my older siblings, let's say my older sibling was like 24, they had like six more years of life before me. I wasn't, I was nothing to them for six years. So suddenly I was. And I can't imagine not ever, not like not ever knowing my sibling because they've always been there. But for them, I just wasn't a thing for six years and then suddenly I am like it's kind of like interesting to think about because I don't know it's kind of like mind-blowing it's kind of like that it's giving me the same vibe as like when you talk to a kid today and you're asking them how old they are and they're like like you know when they were born and they're like oh I was born in 2015 like pardon that's not a real year to be born in okay what do you mean you were born in 2015 that makes you, like if you were born in 2015 you should be two years old 
What do you mean you're going to school right now? What do you mean you're old enough to have a phone? What do you mean you're in a relationship? Like, excuse me. You're only eight years old. Am I even doing the math, right? 15, 20, 23, yeah. You're only eight-ish years old. What? Yeah. That's another thing I want to talk about, hey. Like, kids these days, they're like, they're a different breed, right? Is it just me? They're just different. They're weird. I don't like it. (laughs) God, I sound like one of those old, like, people from when I was growing up older. As if I'm, like, 30 or something. Oh, my God. I'm just 18. But, like, when I was growing up, you know, like, um... You know, those older kids where they're like, Oh, my God, you were born in 2005? Like, that's... It's not a real year. Like, that's not... I don't like it. That's weird. Now I'm that person. And I get it now. Like, that's weird. What do you... Like, born in 2015 and you're... No. Don't do that. Don't... Don't do that. (laughs) Kind of thing. Um... But, you know, it it is what it is, right? Um, but, God, I think, I think, like, as much as these beautiful, like, you grow up and you realize that you can understand your siblings a lot more, you realize, oh my God, this is actually such a beautiful moment because we're growing up. It just doesn't feel like we're growing up, though, because to each other, we're still those, like, bratty six-year-olds where we always fight over popcorn or whatever, and it's just like it's the vibe that we have so it's um and it's accepted and we just chill together and there's no reason there's no problem for that but then you realize you do this every day things are fine and then you blink and things aren't fine anymore because your siblings are no longer around the house you're going to university and probably moving out and what once was a house filled with noise annoyance screaming at tv screens is now a quiet flat in the middle of town where maybe sometimes on the weekend you hear hollers and music from distant parties and it's just not the same anymore because you grew up And so did they. And life couldn't stand still. Because even if it felt like you guys were forever children and forever having fun and nothing could ever change. Because how could they? Suddenly you guys are leading different lives. The house is emptier. People are moving to different aspects of their life as their priorities change. Some people, some people move away for work, for education, schooling, like marriage, whatever. And then you realize that you're no longer their priority. And you can no longer have your sad boy hours in the middle of the night because you don't live in the same place anymore. And you can't have your late night snacks in the middle of the night sneaking away as your parents snore away in their rooms, stealing sweet from the cabinet because there's no one home anymore and suddenly as the younger sibling you're the only one who has yet to leave the nest and when you go out in the middle of the night suddenly feeling hungry suddenly feeling in the mood for sweets and you sit down on that table you realize how it doesn't feel the same how quiet it's gone 
Because usually your brother would sit there. Maybe your sister would sit there. But they're not sitting there anymore and it's just quiet. Because they've moved on and they've got other priorities and they're living their own separate lives. I think... I think the most... The happiest days of my life... And perhaps the saddest was probably the day my sister got married. Because that was the day that my sister got married to the love of her life. And she, you know, moved on to this this part of womanhood that she didn't have before. And I was so happy for her. And she walked down that aisle in that beautiful white dress. And her husband-to-be was standing at the end of the aisle and he was smiling the widest smile I've ever seen and I realized I gained a brother and it was so beautiful but while it started a new phase in her life it ended a phase in mine out of all my siblings I think I'm closest to my sister because we're kind of the only two girls in the family and uh, we've always shared a room and we've been like close to the hip like we've got a huge age gap we're like eight years apart but we're very close you know um, but obviously like and but when like when I say close I mean not just not just like close and bond but we're, we're always physically close like we were, we were never really physically far from each other especially since our personalities are kind of so similar we're so very introverted. We don't really leave the house much either. And then suddenly, from having her annoying presence next to me all the time, being so freaking annoying, um, us arguing over who's going to switch off the light, um, who's going to clean the room this time. Uh, I did it last time, so you should be doing it. Like, I can't believe you left the laundry on the floor to there being no laundry on the floor. Um, to no arguments whatsoever. No sound, actually, because you no longer share a room because she's married and she doesn't live with you anymore. And it's like... Of course I'm happy. Like, it's... It's it's a weird feeling, I think. Um, because... Like, you are very happy for your sibling for finding happiness of their own. But at the same time, you feel saddened because it feels like a part of you has been laid to rest and you know that you probably won't ever be the people that you were like of course like you talk on the phone every day and this isn't just talking about me anymore i'm just talking about like in general like you know that phase where people are getting married getting shipped off like two different phases man it's that moment where you realize where you'll be calling, you'll be texting and talking to each other every day at first. Maybe not. Um, maybe as much as you can. And then things slowly taper off and you realize you're not each other's priority anymore. You know, I realized, like, I saw this, like, on a, like, I think, I don't know if I saw this on a post or if someone said it, but it's been stuck in my head ever since. But someone said, the minute your sibling has a child, you are no longer their first line of family. You are no longer the closest to them. 
And I think that is just so wild to me. That is so weird. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean we're no longer the closest? But I suppose that makes sense. Because if you think about your parents, like, of course your aunts and uncles are your extended family. They're not, they're not your family, you know? Um... But from the parents' perspective, you as a parent, like, slowly becoming a parent, you, I guess you would prioritize your child over your siblings. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say, like, that's a bad thing. Like, I'm not trying to say, like, oh, your favorite, you're, like, you know, playing favorites or whatever. Like, the way I'm saying it is weird, and I can't find a better way to say it. But, you know, like, priorities change as you grow older, and it makes sense that you would. It's just never, it, it would, it makes sense that you would prioritize your child over anything else. Because that is your, that is your immediate family now. It's just weird to think about because you've never thought about, you never like thought up of it before, you know. And now suddenly that's a thing, and it's just really weird. Um, but I guess that is part of life, you know. You live, laugh, cry, fight, and then you grow up. You move on. And while you guys are not as close as who you used to be, you're still family. And you can trust that you'll always be there for each other. Which is so beautiful, you know? A friendship, a bond that you can always fall back to, even if you're not always there to talk to each other. It's, it's a beautiful thing, this family of siblings. This bond that we hold. The secrets that we share. The moments that we stole. I wouldn't trade it for the world. And while we're growing up and making our own headways through life, I think that what we experienced was beautiful and I don't think, no matter what form our bond, like, takes, what color, what shape, it will always be there. Even if we grow distant, even if we go far away, even if we fight, even if we don't talk for years, I genuinely think that a bond that siblings hold is not a bond that can be easily broken. Probably ever, if I'm being completely honest. Things may be complicated. You may hate your sibling. You, there may be some drama. But at the end of the day, they were someone you loved. That was someone you grew up with. And that is someone who you will definitely mourn when the time comes and... God lovingly takes them back into his arms. So, I say enjoy your time with your siblings. You know, they're annoying um, and weird and they always steal your stuff and maybe like argue with you with whatever on any stupid topic. But, you know, they're not going to live with you forever. And um, you're going to grow up one day. You're going to realize that you're not going to have those moments anymore. Or if you do, it's going to be a lot rarer, a lot harder than it used to be. So, yeah. Again, I wouldn't trade this for the world. 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, Happy New Year's, everyone. Uh, and I genuinely hope everyone's having a great time, uh, you know, having New Year's din- dinner with everyone and just chilling with family, vibing, and um, relaxing before the school season starts. All right. It was awesome hanging out with you guys again for the new year. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you all for joining me today on Thoughts and Theories. I hope you've learned something new or taken away something to think about. I hope to see you all next time. Till then, this has been Thoughts and Theories with Asha Ama Asri. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.